he's never been, you know, this is his first time around being controversial. Like, he doesn't know how, how it goes. He doesn't know how to be toxic. You know what I'm saying? Bro, he... <laughs> I'm never going to play. I want to play for Miami. You know, he's trying his best, bro. He's trying his and, best. And then the, he gets fined, and he's like, ah, I'll play right, the, right. I'll play for any I'll, team. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll, I'll come back. All right. Right. <laughs> this guy, like, pulled a, pulled a 360, like. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Court of Kings. You're with your host, Austin Chang, and with me every other week, Ryan Hugh. How you doing, bro? I'm good, bro. I see that you got a new piercing. Oh, yeah, of course, dude. Had to switch it up on them. Bro, is it just... Yeah, is it one or two? Do you have one or two piercings on the ear? No, I, I have two. You, I had studs for a long time, and no, no one ever noticed it. And I, <laughs> I switched it up, and I go to work yesterday, and people were like, wait, what? When did you get piercings, bro? I'm like, come <laughs> on, man. Y'all never noticed, bro. Why don't you nah, do piercings? You know, you nah, piercing bro. I no piercings scare me. Like it's a scare you. It's a fucking needle through the earlobe. Like I, I can't do that, man. Oh, just to scare you even more. When and I got my piercing, I got that Pacific Mall. Like just to let you know oh, bro, bro. It, it's P Mall, bro. It's it's nah, P Mall. They, they shot it and like I think under two weeks it got infected and like my ear was like a ball. So why did you do it at uh Claire's? At, oh, dude, I I went with another friend like a few like a month ago at Claire's and like it was okay like. I think the experience that P Mall is like, come on, you can't pass that up. Like, you go to like a dungeon to do it. You know what I'm saying? Bro, it's, it, it's did you it do was that like at, it was like 15 <laughs> bucks, bro. Like, it was so cheap. It, it's cheap at P Mall, but it, it's sus. I'm not gonna lie, it, it's hey, man, so look, sus. Look, dude, it's it's working, bro. It's mm, working. Yeah, bro. I don't know. I don't. I can do tattoos. I can't do piercings. Oh damn. Yeah. So I, never in your life you're doing a piercing. No, I'm. I don't plan on doing a piercing ever. But a tattoo, like, would you get a tattoo? I would cover my entire chest and back with tattoos. Oh yeah. But not my not my arms, neck, or legs. Not not. Yeah, because if you're a professional, then you can't have that. Well, like, visible. well, think about it. Like nowadays, it doesn't matter as much, considering like, it's just an expression of how you see yourself. But to me, I think tattoos should be something for yourself, right? I think. Yeah, true. They if they mean something to yourself, to you, you don't need to necessarily show others. So, I'd rather just keep it on my. So like, what would you put? What would you put? So I'm thinking of, um, I like the I like quotes, right? I like quotes a lot, okay. and uh, I've get different quotes around my collarbone, um, my back, um, maybe uh, like angel wings on my chest, you know, like like across like that, uh, okay. family members' names across like uh, across my spine or my. Okay, so would you ever? Scat. Let's say you get married. Would you get a tattoo of your significant other's name? No, my kids would, but I don't think I would get okay. one for my significant okay. others. I feel the same way. I feel the same way. Because like, okay, kids are eternal. You know what I'm saying? Like, kids, kids are forever, man. Like, love them or hate them, like they were a part of you. Like you, you were a part of that process. Yeah. But like the partner is cool and everything. But like maybe in a few years I'll change my answer. But right now I think kids are what are the most important part of it. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I don't have kids. Not that I know of. But uh, I think, oh, are you dabbling in that on that kind of activity? We don't need. We don't need to talk about this on this podcast right now. But okay, okay, shit. I'm just saying. Like, I think kids. If you tattooed your kids, I respect that. Yeah, like I was thinking about tattoos. Like people always ask me because, like, I don't know. They also assume I have tattoos. I, I was like, I'll get one here. Maybe like, XO. I don't know why. I just, XO. Cause the weekend just that's my dog mm, bro that's my dog yeah, like, true. that's my whole thing dude my guy here or like if i was going crazy with it like the chest 
like all in the whole arm up to like here. That, that that'd be sick though that'd be sick that's like the samoan one bro yeah it looks so dope what would be an okay okay what would be an animal you would put on yourself an animal yeah honestly i don't know why but like the chinese dragon chinese dragon yeah like that actually would be kind of cool or the lion a lion's cool lion's cool like you seen a ricky rubio's tat of the lion I think I see. Is that on his like, chest or something? It, it's on his arm. Oh, it's on his arm? It is on his arm. Oh, I probably don't know that one then. I don't know if nah, a chest tattoo of it. Of like a lion. Someone probably does. I'm pretty sure uh, Rubio's is on his like his left or right shoulder. But I thought that was pretty cool. Mm, I might have to pull that up at some point and see what it is. Actually, let me look at it right now. You know what? I'm on the podcast. Yeah, you're on the pod. You just might as well, man. Let me just look at a tattoo. Oh, that's okay. Let's see. Oh, it's like, but it's this whole arm, like this. Whole yeah, side. yeah. Oh shit, dude. Would you, Would you do that something like that? Probably not. Probably not. Mm. That I mean, Rubio, like you know, Spanish guy, like you know, he he looks cool with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. That's a Spanish kind of thing. <laughs> Honestly, it's an American kind of thing or Canadian kind of thing. Maybe I need like a moose. A moose. Ooh, yeah. That, that, or um, what's that? Uh, I, I was gonna say a beaver. Or, no, platypus don't exist here. Um, a platypus. Can, Canada goose. Can a goose? True, true. True. <laughs> yeah. I would get an owl. I would probably get an owl. Oh, OVO, OVO blood money, huh? Not, <laughs> not the OVO, not the OVO, like OVO, an, like an actual, like like an actual owl. Okay, why an yeah. owl? That's like kind of off the board. Well, owls are like, they're like all seeing. They're like wise, and I, I I think they're just cool. The coolest type of bird. Okay. That, there should be a there good. should be a team called the owls. Huh. <laughs> We're going back to this topic, huh? Yeah, there should be a team called the Owls. The Ottawa Owls. Oh, uh, ooh, oh, that, that actually hits hard. Ottawa Owls, bro. Ottawa. I, I, that's like a um, that's like a hockey, like a like a second league hockey team, like a second division <laughs> hockey team kind of name, dude. The Ottawa Owls, dude. Put them in the OHL or something. OHL. <laughs> no, but I would get an owl. Uh, definitely, I think they're the coolest bird, and I just really like how they they do shit. Okay, they do shit like it's like you bro, see them, right? Bro, like wait, they only show up at night. How do you even see what they do? Bro, I went camping last week, and throughout the night, you just heard, like you just heard that the whole night. I didn't even night. hear it, bro. I, they didn't even hear it. Oh damn! It went whoo. Like oh, and, oh, because their name's yeah. who? Huh? That's why. No, oh, okay. Because their name's who? That's why you want to well, dude. I mean, like low key, that could be a good reasoning. I just didn't think of that. That's true. <laughs> that might be it instead, dude. That might be, that might be it. That just might be it. But, yeah. I think. This is a basketball podcast. I forgot. Oh fuck yeah! You're right. You're right. <laughs> what are we talking about today? <laughs> uh, something. We're talking about top the top seventy five anniversary. Right. Series. We did talk. We did talk about that uh, two weeks that, ago. Maybe like fifty thousand people have already talked about, but you know, it's like the off season. It's getting pretty desperate, so we gotta talk about something. Hey man, like right now, I'm just down for anything basketball. Oh, season's course. about season's about to start in a few weeks. Uh, fantasy's about we're gonna start that up soon. Soon. Yo, speaking of, we're doing a we're doing an actual host like a party event this year, right? Says who? This is the but, announcement. <laughs> I didn't I, know. I want, this. bro. I want. I wanted to be, bro. I wanted an actual like event where all men come down to a, like a common like Michael's house or something. Or that place that you're sitting in right now. Yeah, that's true. We could we could come down Literally here. Literally sitting yeah. in your place right now. <laughs> But yeah, I think that'd be that'd be a sick idea if we can pull it off. That'd be sick. People are busy. Yeah. School's coming up. School's coming up for sure. But like, there's got to be like some time where everyone's free. 
Has to be. Has to be. There's, has to be, man. Like, no way everyone's working 24-7. You never, you never know. Mm. Yeah, you mm. never know. You never know. <laughs> but yeah, today we'll be talking about top 75, our snubs on that, and what are the top 10 players of entering the season? Yeah, like, it's actually kind of like a controversial topic. We're talking about this, and it's like after the top 75. It's just like <laughs> an add-on is our top 10 players. Bro, we're like two years too late. <laughs> yeah, we're literally two years too late, dude. This is like an old podcast, dude. We're actually releasing an old podcast. This is old. This is old. We are we are recording this back in 20, uh, 2021. Yeah, so, I have a beard in, in 2023. Mm, for uh, sure. I'm yeah. So this is like <laughs> young me, dude. This is, this is super young you. Yeah, super young me, dude. <laughs> Let's get started. Uh, before we begin, uh, just want to shout out to PJ Washington. He finally signed a new contract. Like, holy, that took too long. Yep, way too long, dude. Bro, what was it, three years, 48? Yeah, pretty decent contract for him. I, I thought he would maybe get more, like, someone with an offer sheet of something else. But, I mean, I guess there wasn't that much of a market for him. I mean, like, what? He's making $16 million a year-ish? I mean, I feel like he could have probably commanded around 20 Like. He's he's like a, a scoring forward, like he can shoot at, at at a position that doesn't have much shooting. Like he's about what six ten ish. Like it, it it's a pretty like favorable prospect to take a shot at and sixteen mil is like that's like kinda I don't know, like in today's NBA that's that, that's like role player money, money, right? Yeah, like low one starter type money. So I, I mean it's a good contract for him, I guess. Like if he yeah. wants the longevity or maybe if he wants to uh, get out during free agency during a more favorable time because I guess there wasn't that much of a market for anyone this year because mm. I don't know most people's cap space is right like taken up. Use so up maybe and he everything. Just wants to get going to a better market. Yeah, uh, I think PJ Washington. It's weird because they brought back uh, Bridges as well, right? Miles Bridges is back on the team too. So um, and they're both playing the three four area, three four spot. PJ plays more of the four, and mm. like maybe small ball five, like. Bridges is more of like a set play. I think he's like just definitely a three. Like he doesn't really switch up that much. All right, all right. And now's my question for you. Uh, what's going to happen, to Gordon Hayward? Uh, I don't know. Going like now that Bridges is back is kind of tough. But I could see Bridges like if things aren't going well, like they can just deal him, or you know, because I don't think there's that much of a market for him. Like it won't be too hard to trade him. Like maybe a couple seconds will, will be enough for Hayward at this point. Get into a team that that probably wants to contend. Like they need like. I don't know, like a backup three that can play around 20 minutes or like an injury replacement because he's still a good player. We seen last year, like he still can produce. It just says injuries hold him back. So if he's not getting the minutes in Charlotte, like why not just, you know, just trade him? Like it's not it's not too hard of a thing to do, I guess. Hayward has always been one of those players that I actually really liked, but he was never amazing, you know? Oh, he was amazing. He was in Utah. He was amazing. His his Utah, his lone all-star appearance in Utah was like, what, 21 points per game? It like, was, but it was like him coming off. Like he's he's breaking out, and in that playoff series, like it really seemed like he. Was okay, gonna, yeah, the playoff. Like you, you he thought next year he was gonna drop like twenty for a game easily, but I mean, breaks the leg. It's tough, yeah. Yeah, I just always liked uh, his like, especially uh, twenty. I think twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen Boston. I thought that roster was hella stacked. Mm, yeah, like they had uh, they had Kyrie. I think they had uh, Hayward. Like Horford Horford as well. Like, oh man, bro, that was a. That was a disappointing team, considering so much talent on that roster. But I think, and they like Whoa. still kind of pulled it out. Like Kyrie gets injured too, and they make it to the conference finals. Mm, yeah, so. well, uh, conference semis, I think, because Toronto made it to the finals that year. Yeah, the conference finals. Semi, we placed, we faced my Milwaukee in the finals. Semi. Whatever, whatever. That, 
it was LeBron in Boston. That's 2018. Oh, that was 2018. I'm th- I'm thinking oh, 2019. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, 2019 was a disappointing year for Boston. Yeah, it was. Yeah. They just yeah. But, I mean, hopefully this season, I think they're probably like the team to to pick out the out the East. If I had to guess. For Boston. Yeah, if I had to guess, like they're probably the number one guy like team off the in the East. I still think that Milwaukee is the better overall team in terms of like chemistry between. Middleton, Giannis, Brook Lopez, Holiday, like all of that matters so much. They're you can't like just the throw. They're like the, like the yeah. Like, they're just like <laughs> all reliable. It feels like they're they're the they're the old modern day Spurs, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I would in a seven game series, I would probably take Milwaukee over Boston if they were all healthy. Mm-hmm. But anything less, I think Boston's going to make it up. Yeah, I really think it's a toss-up. As uh, in Milwaukee, I'm just worried about the injuries. Like, or, I'm not the injury, the, like the the longevity of those guys. Like Chris Middleton has is coming off of a tough injury. Mm-hmm. Holiday kind of slowed down last season a little bit like, towards the end. Yeah, you could see those guys slowing down even more this season. But obviously, you're backing on like them all just being the same guys. And like, well, the there's games yeah, aren't too like they're not like athletic based. Like Middleton and Holiday, they're not too athletic based. So, they're so. more skill based actually. Exactly, they're, so. they're much more skill based, and then. What Brooke Lopez is turning what 34, 35? Yeah, around there, like middle. Giannis is, Giannis he's still is. Giannis. He's still the best player in the league. He's the best, he's definitely second, still the best player. Second, second, second. Ooh, Jokic, still. Jokic, Jokic, Jokic is easily won. Jokic is easily won. No way, we'll, Ryan. Okay, we'll talk about this. We'll, later. T- we'll talk about this later. We'll talk about this later. We'll talk about this later. But I think uh, between the two, I would take Milwaukee if healthy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think there was another thing that happened recently. Uh, James Harden was fined 100k for his comments about Daryl Morey being a liar, and I will never yeah. play for him again. Like, oh, <laughs> I did not. Okay, not that I was not expecting it, but I didn't think that he would go outright publicly saying it. That yeah, just seemed I, hell unprofessional. <laughs> that just seems so unprofessional to me. I mean, I think he was just asking some propaganda, you know. Like you're in China, like if you say someone sucks and they love you there, they will hate the guy that you talked about. Like, Mori is probably like a like a he, a wanted man in in. China. He is a wanted man in China. He about his comments a few years ago and oh now this, God. yeah, because yeah, China loves Harden. China loves Harden. Yeah, and then yeah. who is it? Yeah, Mori talked to talk like back to LeBron about the China. Yeah. Damn. So Mori is he's fucked in China. Like, he can't go to China no more. No. Like Harden just solidified that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's tough. But like I think, uh, even though it might have been an act or whatever, I think Harden should still not have done that because after, at the end of the day, he's technically still your boss. He is the one who decides where you want to go, where he wants to send you to. Like this guy's gonna send you to Utah now. Like that's <laughs> like sending the worst team. Send him to the worst team. Just like waste another year of your declining prime. Damn, you're hating on him. Dude. No, I don't like James Harden. I, I just don't like James Harden. I'll, I'll yeah. pick him in fantasy if I have to, but I, I just no, don't like won't. the guy. You won't. I did. I did in, uh, in like a few years ago. <laughs> a few years ago, dude. It's a, yeah, it's a different time. Mm. I'll do what I have to do. <laughs> like uh, not veto trades that should have been vetoed? Oh my God! Hmm? We don't we don't have to what talk about, about that, that, dude. What about that, Ryan? Bro, 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 relax. Okay. That's <laughs> that's um that's a whole different thing we can talk about later. <laughs> uh, but yeah, one hundred k. That's the max they could have fined them. 
Is it actually? I thought it yeah. could have been more. No, it was max 100k for for something like that. Mm-hmm. So they did what they had to do. If if there was more, they probably would have found like a million. Like that is some pretty like that's a really bad thing to say in public. That like, is a China, super bad like, thing. You're literally like ruining his like kind of life. It, like he can't go to China now. Like he's he's bro. Like, no, that's that's so messed up. Like what the hell, bro? Damn, are you feeling bad for Mori? Yeah, I feel bad for Mori. Crying for Mori. Oh, I would. I would. Bro, he's just he's just doing his job. He wants to he wants what's hey, best he for lied. he lied to Harden, but honestly, like if I'm Harden, like I can't even like I'll feel like okay, maybe Harden responds to like things like that a bad way. I agree it was really bad, but like if you're if you were promised like like I don't know if he's promised, but like behind closed doors, like a max contract. Like he's he took a hit uh on his contract to make their team better this year. And Mari probably offered like a wing wing deal. Like a lot, a lot of teams do that. Like mm-hmm. you see guys get bad contracts all the time. Like some of them are are like just like under the table deals that they made prior. Like they had to fulfill their promise. Like Mari straight lied to him. That's what probably what happened. And Harden opted in, and and they had. I'm pretty sure that I heard that they had a thing where Mari's like, yeah, we'll trade you like as soon as possible. Like uh, if you opt in, we'll trade you as soon as possible. And they didn't even trade him. They like they still haven't traded him. Well, so they're looking for the best package. Well, they're asking for too much. Like it's it's getting to a point where you you promise to trade him as soon as possible. It's the season's gonna start soon. Like training camp training camp is already starting at this point. Like Harden probably feels slighted. Like he didn't get the mass contract that they probably promised him, and he's not even getting the trade that they, they promised him. So it's like if I'm Harden, I'm pissed. Like I don't want to play for this team anymore. And you also have to feel for his teammates as well. Like Joel Embiid especially. And I'm pretty sure like the players are close with each other on a lot of teams. So like. Harden's probably. I was talking this with my other friend. Like, like Harden's probably going to and beating me. Like, yo, do you see what Maury's doing to me? Like, he promised me this, this. Like, all the guys are are probably like, damn. Like, that's that's messed up. Like, they're probably on Harden's side too. It, it, and it also sucks for them because like next season they're probably fucked. Yeah. So I mean, this all around it's a bad situation. Or uh, do you think there's a chance? Embiid will request a trade out. I know he's had comments about like, I just want to win a championship and everything, but. Within these next year or two, do you think he will request a trade? And if so, where? Uh, I don't know. Embiid kind of strikes me as a bag chaser, to be honest. Like he's not no Giannis. Giannis feels like a guy. Like Giannis had the comments where he said, like, "Oh, if Milwaukee's not all in, I, I might not resign." Yeah. I don't think Embiid. I think Embiid might just resign still. Like I think he wants some money. But if if he was to request a trade, I'm not sure where he would go. Like a team that could, like, trade and and like. I don't know, like, Embiid is so hard to fit in a lot of teams because he's, like, such a set player, like, a a big center that plays in the post, demands the ball. He's a defensive monster, but, like, on offense, like, how do you fit him into your system? Because a lot of teams already have, like, their number one and number two guys. I so mean, you he's a scoring leader. He was a, the, one of the scoring leaders from the, like, top two ske- seasons, right? Yeah. So, you, you can, not saying you can fit him in flawlessly with any other team, but you put him in. Obviously, you're going to have to give up a whole lot of assets in return. He, it's a, it's an MVP after all. So, you put him in, he's probably going to be your number one option right away. Or yeah. if so, like if Shea's on a team, number two. Like that's just how it is. Number but two, then, uh, whoa, Embiid's number one over Shea. I, I would take Shea over Embiid. Shea would have the ball more in his hands. He can do what he wants. I think, I think Shea can have the ball more in his hands, but he's not the number one option. If there's Embiid on the team. And Embiid literally was MVP last season. And I was like 33 a game. But Shea made first team. So? So did Embiid. 
Embiid made Embiid made second team. And Embiid won MVP. I thought he wait. Did Jokic make first team or did Embiid make first I'm team? Sure Jokic was second team. Because Embiid won MVP, he was first team. The the MVP can't be second. Right, the MVP can't. I mean, be second the DPOY has made it That's to the DPOY. second team. That's the DPOY. <laughs> the DPOY is, has made. Okay. You literally get first place votes for MVP. That means you're you're late. like that's okay, yeah. for all, all NBA, but yeah. So it's like I don't know. And Shea is like, I think he's more capable of playing off ball, whereas Embiid, he's not really like. Shea can benefit from being the second option, while Embiid probably can't. Like I think he needs to be the number one option on any team. Even with the team of Butler, like he was the number one option. So if you were to put Butler and, oh wait, no, that's what am I saying? It's yeah, Embiid would be the first option on Miami. If yeah, you got traded there, yeah, he he, he would, because yeah. we don't even have Butler in our top ten. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, sadly, I, I really was fighting. Like that is that is super disrespect. Yeah, it's a disrespectful move by us, but I think we'll talk about it in a few hey, minutes. But... I mean, listen, dude, I'm just, it was our opinion, and it's next season. Like that's yeah. what I'm saying, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like... for for sure, for sure. <laughs> but like, would you say he would be when the next top like? Next one's top 100 years, right? Like, top 100 players. Yeah. Do you think Embiid will make it to top 100? He wasn't on top 25, right? He wasn't. That's, I mean, 25 more guys. You're probably adding a lot of modern guys. So, I probably have to say, like, Embiid will be on that. Like, MVP. Then Scoring the, scoring champion. Scoring like, leader. Like, yeah. Do, he's been dominant for, like, the last, it seems like, four or five years. Like, he's probably going to make it. Like, a guy like Dave DeBusher, if he made it, then like MB probably should have made it. Should've I mean, it. I mean, we got a few snubs coming up next that should have made it, but yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah. One of them? yeah, let's go right into it. Do you want me to start it off? Because I got one that I think everyone has. Jumps out the page, yeah. I think yeah. I know what you're talking about number one. I think three time DPOY, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard, man. Like damn, bro. When I know two years too late, but when the news came out and he wasn't on it, obviously he was a role player at that point. But what the hell, bro? This guy won DPOY three times. He carried Orlando to the finals. He is a championship. He is a champion now with the Lakers. Yeah. Like he, yeah, he has like all the accolades. The only thing he was missing was probably MVP, and he was like second in like a few yeah, years in a row. He was like, like the best center in the league for a long time. On a, on a bad Orlando Magic team too. That he carried not, to the to yeah the, yeah he carried to like deep ones in the playoffs. Like it's 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 criminal that he's not on the top twenty five list. And you're adding guys like Dame. Like I think this was the biggest case of like I forgot the words. I don't even, I don't want to try saying the word, but like originary or something like originist bias or something. It's something like that where it's like it's like whatever you've seen happen recently is what recency bias, bias. Yeah, yeah recency like, bias. It's recency bias where like. Dame just came off that, like, insane... It wasn't the bubble. It was, like, the playoff series where he, like... Austin Rivers was like, thank God he missed the shot. Like, it was that series. He, he went off. He went off, and it's like, oh, like... He's been good for the last three seasons. Like, let's put him in. Let's put Dame in. Like, he just dropped 50 points. I think it's just because Dame had so much more iconic moments. Because he had the OKC... I think... I mean, in, in... Of course, now, like, it's recent. So, yeah, he has more highlights. But, like, back then, like... Dwight was... A monster that don't on the defensive end. I know, like nasty oops, like blocking shots. Like he was a monster. He looked, he looked the part. He was a good personality too. Like 
I think he was just like blackballed by the NBA to the point where they didn't want to put him on the list. Part of it goes a lot to the media. Like I think Dwight's just not a very popular guy amongst media members, yeah, especially with his true. old coach, right? With Stan Van Gundy. Like holy, that did not end well. That was toxic. Bro, this guy fired his coach, and then at the next press conference, he was like hugging him, like, holy shit, like, how does that? <laughs> that is, yeah. But I definitely think, no hate to Dame, but I don't know if Dame deserved 75. Dame didn't deserve it over him, over Anthony Davis, who I'm probably going to say next. Anthony Davis probably deserves a spot. Like, even though it's it, he has had some rough stretches over the last few years, he's still a champion. Still was leading bad teams to the playoffs in the Pelicans. And with LeBron that first 2020 year that they won the finals. They won the finals, yeah. AD was probably the best player on that team. And I think that going to next season, he was probably like a top three player in the league. Like, he, ha- he, has, mo- he has moments at the top of, of his craft. He's the best power forward in the league. He has a lot of longevity. Like, it's been like over the course of like eight, nine seasons. He's been really good. Like, I think he deserves a spot over Dame as well. Like, he's been in the league longer than Dame too. So, mm-hmm. I think he probably deserves a spot over Dame too. Yeah, so not saying Dame won't be deserving in the future or anything, but top seventy-five, it's a little bit of stretch for me at that at that stage. Well, speaking of Anthony Davis, uh, there have been I've read something I think last week where there was debates between should Pau Gasol have made it over Anthony Davis, but I was reading through it, I was doing my own like little analysis. I was thinking, was Pau Gasol actually that much better than Anthony Davis. And I gotta say no. I think the only thing that Pau Gasol does have going for her is international uh, impact on the league. Because he's from Spain and he brought a lot of um, European viewers into the league for that as well, which I respect. But his stats overall are lower than AD's. Uh, he has He has more championships. He has one more championship than him. But I think in terms of like prime like the player in his prime uh anthony davis has been much more impactful on that side yeah and it's tough with the top 75 list because it's not like you have a, a criteria that you base off of like everyone probably sees it differently mm-hmm. so maybe these people that voted Gasolin are like oh it's like the the legacy that he he left behind amongst like him being a spanish player to be that good to be like a top player on memphis go to la and like be the second fiddle to kobe and like i don't know i think he has such like a a strong like culture behind him like even now like a lot of people know Pau Gasol like and it's like he only averaged like what 16 17 points per game yeah like, it's it's just the, the impact that he left behind that probably got him onto the list which I don't disagree with but yeah I'd probably have 80 over him but mm-hmm. I can definitely see the case but but <laughs> I feel like we're just going back to Dame all the time it's like what what legacy did Dame have like even right now like he's had <laughs> buzzer beaters like bro he hasn't even he made it to the conference final one time like that was about it I think his his biggest one is all NBA first team in what 2018 or 2020 like yeah like that maybe like that like in, in three that, years I can see it but like come on right now it's right now no I I'm sorry I'm sorry I love Dame and everything yeah. Yeah, yeah but I don't I don't know if he deserves it thing is like, like I didn't oh yeah I, cause I didn't like take any older guys out because like I I don't know how they play. I don't know like, their game right I, can't I, speak I don't on them like Dave the Bush would be the I looked at his stats and it's like. It, it's not the strongest even in the playoffs like he didn't like jump off the page or anything like it seems kind of weird to have Dave DeBusher in but like I don't know how he played I didn't watch him play like it, it's tough for me to like judge like like Elvin Hayes even like it's tough mm-hmm. like if I saw their if I saw how they played like 
if I read others' opinions on it, then maybe it'll sway me to say yes. But right now, I can't. Even though, even though the guys off my list are all old as shit, like <laughs> I can't speak on other guys to take out. All right, all right. But if you were in the media, like let's say you knew all the history, you've yeah. watched like clips of the games, would you have made the decision to take out the older players? Honestly, like I think it probably would have made sense to take off take off older guys, like. It's because they made those lists and they carried over the guys from the top fifty to top seventy five. Same with the top twenty five to the top seven, yeah. top fifty. I think it probably makes sense to take it out because as more guys come in, like you're pretty much just fucking them over for not being old. Like, like there are guys that right now that are better than the guys that played back then. But yeah, way better on the old list. Like, it's not a history book, you know. Like, it's a t- it's like a list. Like, it's not a history book. It's a list so, of. Who were the best seventy-five yeah. players in all of history? Yeah, it's that's, disingenuous that's... to like have some of these guys that probably don't deserve it to still be there. If you're top Are fifty, you... it's cool. Like, if you don't make the top seventy-five team, it's not gonna kill you. you yeah, know? like it's. I think it just made more sense. Like, there are probably guys in the league right now that really probably would have cared about that. Like Dwight, I think really like got hurt by that. Like, he deserved a spot. He didn't get a spot just because their older guys were just taking up fifty slots. I hope. <laughs> Okay, some of them are deserving. Like I would say, yeah, David Robinson, like yeah. David Robinson, would have made it. Um, Will obviously. At least like eighty percent of them probably would be on the list if I had to guess. Like eighty percent of those guys probably would be on the list. But then you have a good, you have a good section of them who are like born in like the nineteen twenties. Like I don't, I don't really know if you're deserving. Yeah. And there are even guys in the ABA that they don't recognize the ABA, the NBA. So like some guys just get like fucked over. Because they were Gilmore. Ours yeah. probably would be on it. Or even Spencer if, Haywood would be on it. It's a, I don't know. Judging uh, when the list came out, I guess it was pretty controversial. Obviously, they didn't say there was any rankings or anything. Like, oh, this guy's top one, this guy's Lucky top two. Lucky I know, them. but like, <laughs> I don't know. Like that list was kind of messed up. Sometimes. No, some Dwight was crazy. Honestly, like, and even Clay. Clay. Go, no, Clay, Clay was, was crazy. Too. No, Clay was crazy. I Second, spot, I yeah. think this guy is one of the best shooters of all time. Four-time NBA champion, and this guy does not make it yeah and has oh. iconic moments like people love him like he has everything going for him to be Bro, like, on this third, list. third quarter clay 60 point with what nine dribbles clay like yeah like headband clay oh game my six God. clay like this guy has done everything and he doesn't make it like he has doesn't... the stats he has the accolades he has like the fan uh, base the fan base he has the culture like everything like he's a he's such a prominent figure in the nba and he doesn't make it like it, it sucks like, if you were to show a picture of someone who's never watched the league of Clay Thompson, it's going to be one of two answers. It's going to be like, oh, that's Clay Thompson, or oh, that's Steph Curry's brother. Like, it's it's going to be either one of those answers. And right away, people, you can recognize him as one of the best shooters of all time. Yeah, like, people, I mean, obviously, it's kind of messed up. Like, this is our generation right now, so, like, obviously, we'll say this. But, like, people are emulating Clay's game. To, to this day like people want to be like clay when they grow up playing basketball like they want to be mm-hmm. in that role like he, good solid 3 and D defender right the most beautiful shot form i've ever seen like holy everything's going for him just disrespectful tough, okay man. but at least he had he was a good sport about it actually because when he didn't get it uh i think the warriors gave him uh number 77 because he wears number 11. <laughs> he wears a number 77 warm-up jersey. And I, I thought that was really funny. Yeah, Clay, I think Clay is like... People, I think uh, over like the last two years, people have been kind of down on Clay, especially with the thing with like the four rings. Like, damn, Clay has a big ego, this and that. Like, 
Nah, Clay. The last few last year, it seems like Clay is like it changed that. People love Clay now. Like, yeah, we've seen him. He's he's a lot more. He's like really humble. Like, I he was talking about something on on on, on Paul, a, George's Paul George's podcast, podcast right? Yeah, he's a good sport about it. About I love yeah, him. he's saying that he was getting insecure. He was insecure in that moment. Like things happen. Like if you're heated, like you say things. Like I respect Clay for that. Like he, I don't know. Yeah, he, he understands, right? Yeah, like he he's he's humble. Uh, you know, that's like Jeff Teague. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Teague is so funny, bro. Jeff Teague. Is... Definitely not top seventy-five material, of course, but I, I think Jeff Teague is a uh, is he didn't have his own podcast. He's like top two hundred, probably. Top two hundred, maybe, maybe. We'll he's see. Nasty. <laughs> By the time like top uh, like NBA one twenty-five rolls around, he'll make a list. Yeah, imagine they have like imagine this like the world goes on for like five hundred more years, like the top five hundred list. It's like just shit ass players on it. <laughs> It's like Jeff who, who would be in the top? Yeah, like, no, Jeff T. He's he was actually good. Like imagine like in Atlanta, know. he was good. Yeah. Like his first in Atlanta was good. Even in, even of... in Indiana, he was good, dude. Like his, I think he played really solid with Paul George that one that one year. He was with the Pacers. Like but then like 15, 16. yeah, like but then when he went to like the Timberwolves and back to the Fox, he kind of. I, I always liked him. I think that's why. I think it's like his last few years were pretty bad, but like. Even Minnesota, like he started. He wasn't. Like, he wasn't even that bad. He was just a role player at that point. I think it's just his defense was catching up to him because on offense, like he had a good Florida game. Like he could set the floor, a good pick and roll guard. Mm-hmm. He was still kind of athletic at that point. It just on defense, he just kept getting cooked. Yeah. Again. Hey man, he's a champion. That's all I care about. Yeah, I'm glad for that. Yeah, Milwaukee. Milwaukee right. <laughs> yeah. Milwaukee right. You know who Milwaukee should have brought back though? Who? Uh, Boogie. Boogie, oh man, Boogie would yeah. want that role. He wants a starting role, man. Bro, but he was, <laughs> he was really solid with Milwaukee during yeah, that like that even, brief stint. Even in Denver, like he was still solid too. Yeah, like, they actually did him dirty in both, in both. But you know, it's, it's whatever. Yeah, and both teams are <laughs> champions too. So yeah, that's just bro. He missed out on so many championships. What he had um, Warriors, <laughs> Warriors, Lakers, Lakers, yeah, uh, Bucks, the Bucks, Nuggets. the Nuggets. Damn, oh, might as well shit. just join the Suns this year. Like, it join the Suns, leave midway, and then go on the. Team and they, they would <laughs> pull the Verge out, bro. That what was it? Warriors the yeah, year the Warriors, Cavs. It was like twenty six. Oh my god! He was on the Warriors. He was on the Cavs. He was on the Cavs first, and then he went to the Warriors. Oh my god, that's that's unfortunate. I don't think they even offered him the ring. Why would they? He was on the ops. Uh, that's true. But you know who deserved <laughs> the ring? Valanciunas. He, he deserved the ring for the Yeah, he did. Lowry was even like, yo, what's your ring size? Yeah, right? And then Bobby Webster's like, hell no, man. That was nah, so... Bro. I actually got pissed. I was like, bro, Valanciunas has been here for, like, the hardest years, bro. Like, ever since he's come in, he's been on, the, like, the most fuckiest teams. Okay, okay. Would... If you were the the team owner or the team manager, and you trade a bunch of, like, guys at the trade deadline to acquire players, and you make that championship run, you win yeah. that ring. Are you giving a ring to every single guy you traded out? Yes. You're right. still on the team. You made the impact. Yeah. Okay, good. Good. That's why I got pissed when, when Valanciunas didn't get it because he was our starting center and he's been there for so much years. Because there's also the argument that CJ Miles was like, shit. I mean, he was shit at the hey, start of the season. He was still value in the trade, though. He was still value. He was still or, salary. For Marcus that, Hall, right? Yeah, for Marcus Hall. We got someone else in that trade, didn't we? Delon, we no, we traded we DeLon trade right as well. Yeah. Yeah. For Gasol, yeah. So like, there's still value. Like, without that guy, we, that deal's not being done probably because mm-hmm. of salary. Yeah. So he's still he's still value to us. Okay, I respect that then. I, but I like some three people... J Miles, bro. Three J Miles was my boy, dude. <laughs> That's my dogs, bro. 
Bro, it's the it's the GoDaddy curse. I swear, every time they oh, made an man. appearance on that, oh, on that ad, videos, dude. it was yeah. JV, then Patterson, and then CJ Miles, oh, and then God. they, they oh, stopped all together. Patrick Patterson, yo, two mats, two pats. That podcast was goaded, dude. Do you, do you remember so that good. podcast? Patrick I remember Patterson, it, yeah. And it stopped when he left Toronto, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got sad, bro. Like, back when I first started watching basketball, I was like, damn, like, I hope these guys stay together forever. Patterson, Scola. I, I remember seeing those two guys. I was like, oh, Yo, Scola was, uh, Scola was actually so fun. Now. Yeah, he had, like, one one year with us. Or like, like, yeah, one, 2016. But, like, that was the year we made it far in the playoffs. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. That year was iconic for me, man. I was like, yeah. oh, my God. I wish we stayed together forever. And then, like, I know, and then... <laughs> she Ross gets traded. Powell gets traded. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Nah, but at the end of the day, we won. Yeah, we won. We won. Now we're in the midst of another rebuild, I guess. Retool. Hopefully, sooner oh, rather than I later. I wish you traded for Scoot, man. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. OG, I would have done that in a heartbeat. I would have done, done Siakam. I don't care. Like, I want to yeah. rebuild. No, no, you're right. I like Siakam, though. Like, I think he can be a number one option. He literally just didn't get the ball last year. And in the clutch. Right, because Van Vliet had it. Van Vliet yeah. had it all the time. Like, honestly, when Scotty, okay, this is, this is not like, this is a Raptors Republic podcast at this point. Okay, yeah. Like, Scott, when Scotty gets the ball in the clutch, he always makes the right read. And when Siakam gets the ball, he always gets a good shot. Like, I don't know. Like, we probably could have won at least, like, five, six more games if we just gave the ball to them. We could have probably made the playoffs without having to lose to Chicago in the play-in. But, uh, yeah. so it is what it is. I like, I like Siakam a lot. I like, I like Scotty a lot. Like, his decision-making in the clutch, every game I watch, like, if it's the clutch, they give Scotty the ball. Always makes the right read. Always makes the right time. I love, I love Scotty in the clutch, bro. That's my dogs. Yeah, and then we got uh, Grady Dick this year, so I'm hoping we can get a. He's been looking good, good in the rebound. Yeah, I know. Too. Yeah, he's Let's hope he's good. been. Is he going to be our starting one or starting two? I swear he's going to be like off the bench, like I'll, I'll off the, really yeah, deep off the bench. They always, they always do that at the start of the year, like yeah, in a lot Toronto. of guys that I probably play over him, but like you know, like if it certain stretches, give him minutes, like he deserves it. Probably mm-hmm. we'll For see sure. in practice. We'll see in practice. For sure. Coach knows all. Yeah. Oh, another person I, I completely forgot. Kyrie Irving. I think he could have made 75. Mm-hmm. But why? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Because Kyrie, he has he has years at the top. He has a championship under him. But, like, his last three years, like, or four years, like, he's been good. But he just hasn't been on the floor. Right? I think that, like, it means a lot. Like, this, these are his prime years that he's not on the floor. And he is causing a lot of controversy. Like, I think the James Harden make it. I don't think he made it either. Like I think that's Harden. Harden did make it, right? He did make it. I swear he did. Harden like, made it. Well, I feel like now if they made the list, he probably wouldn't. He wouldn't make it just because, like, I think controversy goes a long way with 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 top seventy five. Like, I think that's also the reason why Chris Webber might have not made it because of mm. that whole thing with with Michigan, with the yeah. whole scandal going on. Like, but Carl I think that's Malone also made why it. Dwight might, Dwight didn't make it either. Like, Carl Malone made it. Uh, I, they kind of swept down to the rug. I don't know why. Oh, I think okay. in, in modern media, it's different. Like Carl Malone back then, like that was like the nineties. You, like, I don't know. That's not just an saying, excuse. I, I'm just saying, man. That's just media, dude. I don't know what to tell you, bro. But I feel like that's why Dwight didn't make it either. If, you, if you're a controversial figure, it, it, it gets tough. It gets tough. Mm, Maybe fine. Malone wasn't a controversial figure back then. Maybe he they swept that so well under the rug that it wasn't even a controversy. Whereas with Dwight, he's this controversial guy. It's it's not his fault. It's just is what it is with media. Oh, you, you're saying... Because of Kyrie's controversial actions and his words, he, he that's the reason why he didn't make it. I, I probably think so, honestly. What about skill-wise? Would he have made it? 
skill wise, I mean, I, I think he has the accolades. He has a championship. He's a, he was the second guy on that team that won the championship. Rookie of the year. He's been a number one guy for a, a lot second of times. Best in player his league. on the team. Yeah, like I think skill wise, like he has an argument over Dame. I'd probably take him over Dame as well. He has an argument over Dame. Yeah, definitely has, has one. <laughs> I said he does have an argument over Dame. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Like, I think he probably would have made it. It's just a controversy. And Sometimes I can't, I just, I can't really yeah. blame them for it. Like I could see where they're coming from. Like you put Kari on the team after the whole like. And that was in the midst of his the whole controversy, like the anti-vax thing. Like that was in the midst of it. If you put him on the team, like it's a bad look for a lot of the media guys too. So mm-hmm. I can't blame them. It's still I a guess. business at the end of the day. It's not just like a list for fun. <laughs> we're doing this for fun. We're yeah, we're doing this for fun. Yeah, we're doing this for fun. We don't put really Kyrie care. on the fucking team. I don't care, dude. Take out Giannis <laughs> or some shit, dude. Ayo, come on now. <laughs> Jokic didn't make it, right? I think Jokic had a case for sure. Jokic is definitely had a case. He was a what a. He was an MVP at that point. I think he was going to win his second one already. By yeah, then. Like he that season he was going to, he's going to win the second one. So he sh- already probably should have made yeah, it. He's had playoff series where he just pops off, number one guy for a long time. He's the only good player on the team. Like he has a more of a case than Dame. I like we're just shitting on Dame constantly. <laughs> oh my god! I like Dame, bro. Like Dame's cool, bro. But I mean, it's not his fault that he's on this list. Probably didn't deserve it over some of the other guys. Like, I think when I saw the modern players come up, and I see Damian Lillard, I'm like, hmm. Yeah, I was like, interesting choice. That was like probably like the last choice of the modern guys. I would put like, he's iconic for sure, but like Dwight, even Mel- like Carmelo did not deserve it. Like Melo did not deserve it. I'm, Melo I, was just a good scorer. Like McGrady could have made it at that point. Did McGrady. Wade made it? Wade should have made it, right? Yeah, Wade he did, obviously right? made it. Like he made it. Wade made did Bosh make it? I don't know if Bosch made it. Because Bosch was an integral part to that Miami, those Miami teams. He 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 was, but they they don't respect their their figures. Like oh, of course they don't. <laughs> they don't respect role players at all. Like great great role players, they don't. Like Dennis Johnson was probably my biggest snub. I thought Dennis Johnson should have made it. The be- probably the defense the best defensive guard ever. Like I, I he probably, he was like a nine time All Defense. Like he was absolutely mm-hmm. insane. And so, yet he didn't make it. He, just... he, people say he was like. Magic Johnson said he was probably the most underrated player ever. Larry Bird said he was his best teammate he played with. Three-time champion, one-time Finals MVP. Like, this guy probably deserved it. Like, I I actually really like Dennis Johnson. For him not to make it actually caught me off guard. So, what's the... I know know we just said, like, criteria is different all across. But, like, based off of what we've been seeing, what was the criteria now? Like, you got to make all-star teams for sure. All-NBA teams. Probably, yeah. Championships seems like it doesn't even matter. Like, you got Melo and Dane making it. Like, yeah, like, it's like, I don't know what the media went for. Because is it culture? Like, is it the impact on the sport? Maybe it was impact on the sport. If it was the impact on the sport, Clay has so much of a bigger case than Dane. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Like, it's tough. It's such a, mi- a mismatch criteria. But you can have the same criteria for every player, too. Like, some players impacted the game in different ways, but I don't think Dame should have made it still, but, like, know, maybe there was a case there. Like, I could see a case where, you know, he's iconic, he drops 50 points. Hey, man, maybe he proves us wrong this year. Like, <laughs> he's just going to start off the season, like, yeah, 100 he, points a game. Start the season, season where, bro? He's going to be pulling the Harden in Portland, dude. He's going to, like, gain weight be like... Oh, Dame, Dame is not pulling a Harden. I, I, I will say Only that for Harden sure. Only Harden could do that. Only Harden yeah, and Kyrie I'll... could do that. No, Kyrie does it without, like... Kyrie just says it's his, it's his sister's birthday party, and then he just goes for five days. That's that's what he yeah, he's gone. He's gone, bro. Harden is blatant with her. Harden's like, um, oh, I'm, I'm tired or <laughs> something. He doesn't play good. He's like, oh, I'm, 
hamstring injury. No, I I think Dame will play through it. He's just not happy about it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he'll yeah. probably do it. Like he's not a, he's not a fucked guy. He's, a, he's yeah, he guy. he's a normal guy that wants to make to make the most out of what he's got left. Yeah, he, he's never been. You know, this is his first time around being controversial. Like he doesn't know how how it goes. He doesn't know how to be toxic. You know what I'm saying? Bro, he... <laughs> I'm never gonna play. I want to play for Miami. You know, he's trying his best, bro. He's trying his and, best. And then the, he gets fined, and he's like, ah, I'll play right, I'll right. play for any I'll, team. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll, I'll come back, all right? Right. <laughs> this guy, like, pulled a, pulled a 360, like. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think uh, all the guys we mentioned beforehand definitely deserve a spot over Dame. Yeah. And, like, now that you bring it up, Melo probably should not have made it either. Probably Melo not. Put up Bernard mm-hmm. King. Bernard King was a monster, too. I remember Bernard King in what NBA Live, like on a on a mo- on a mobile devices. NBA Live, dude. Bro, I played NBA Live so on the much phone in grade. Was crazy. I on the phone, that. yeah. I played, I played so much too. in grade nine. Like, holy! I got Bernard King. I was like, yo, this guy's actually nasty he's for him, a guy. Dude. He's him. I don't even. I was shooting fadeaway threes with him. That's crazy. Wait, what? With Bernard King. Dude? <laughs> with Bernard King, I was making them. God damn, bro. Uh, he's he's just that guy. He was I, I, guy, just, dude. I just had to include him on every on every lineup I had ever, ever since. Bernard King, like that's how you know him. He's like, oh, that guy, the guy from NBA Live. I remember that guy. <laughs> Yo, if he pulls up to like a like All Star weekend, Yo, it's the guy from NBA Live. Are you Bernard King? Oh my god, <laughs> I loved you back in NBA Live, bro. It's like, wait, what? I played for the Sacramento Kings, boy. It's like, no, you're the guy from. NBA no, 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 Live, you're the guy from NBA Live. I know you, bro. I know you played for you played for my Toronto Raptors. <laughs> my team, bro. He's like, oh, I, I guess so. I guess so, man. Yo, you were the GOAT. You're better than Michael Jordan. You fadeaway threes. I remember that. He's like, what the hell are you talking about, man? He's like, I never shot threes in my whole life. He's like, I'm a low post player. He's like, no, I remember you, bro. I remember it. I remember you, bro. I remember you for sure. That's what you said, That's the new age, bro. That's the new age. You know, imagine in the future, like, let's say you became an athlete. Like a professional athlete, and then some kid comes up to you, yo, are you the guy from NBA like 2K25? You're like, you sure? I, I guess I am. Yeah, I, I, guess I, am. Dude, I am that guy, bro. I was the one doing 360 dunks, bro. Like I remember and, this year in my team, there is a there's a Doug Christie card that it's probably the best, like one of the best cards in the game. This Doug Christie card, bro. Yeah. People are probably just known from that at this point. Like, yo, you're the guy that shoots limitless threes, bro. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> a safety for Scalabrini, bro. People be like, "Yo, oh, you're yeah. the only forty overall ever." It's like, "Oh yeah," it's like, yeah, that's a, that's a shit thing to be remembered as, dude. <laughs> he's that, better, that's, he's pro- be- that's probably what goes on now, dude. Yeah, like, these young guys. That's tough. That's tough for real. Any other names you got? I I only had Bernard King. I had Dennis Johnson was probably my biggest snub, and then I had Chris Webber on the side. Chris Webber, yeah, I think you talked about a little about him. Tony Parker. Yeah. Uh, Tony he's Parker. He's the same should've... mold as like Dennis Johnson for me, like. The, the guard on, on the on the great team that like did everything that the other guys probably wouldn't do like he did like they set the floor they played hard defense there's smart players Parker got abused in San Antonio I don't know if you heard what Pop said oh, and Pop yeah but that Pop was sense. like if he did what he did now to Parker he pro- he would probably be like arrested or something yeah but I, I understand like I feel I feel like with like in in sports teams like yo you need to- some people need tough love like you need that oh, you sure. need that beside you bro like. A coach that pushes you like that, like no, there's there's nothing wrong with that. Like I swear, like even now, like it's it's just it's just how you develop, you know. It's just mm-hmm. that's just a player coach relationship. I've never asked this question to you. Uh, of the big three in San Antonio, who did you like the most? Who did I like the most? Yeah, 
Because everyone had a different answer. Honestly, I like Parker the most. I I, I love I like that's what because that's why I love Larry. That's why I like Dennis Johnson. I like Tyus Jones like in NBA Taylor. I like these small guards that are just gritty. Like Brunson's the same way. They're gritty. Mm-hmm. Like they they play hard defense. They they get in people's noses. They're just smart. Like they have a floater game. Like mm-hmm. they know how to get to their spots, pick and roll. Like I don't know. I just I, I just love the young guard play style, man. That's that's why I like Tony Parker. Uh, and he was uh, a dog, man. He would attack the basket would, yeah. with force, bro. He was crazy. Bro, he would he would go up with these like tough ass layups. Yeah, right. Yeah. I love that, dude. I love that. I so, would go with yeah, Tim Duncan for me. I don't I, I think being fundamental in a like being the best at the basics, that's how you win, bro. Like <laughs> Yeah, dude. This guy made nineteen straight playoffs and he got five chips out of it. Like I, you, you can't unreal. Yeah, you cannot say any less of that. And like for him being so like he didn't have to add anything to his game. Like those whole career has just been the same shots and no it's, one can stop it. It's like Well, if it place. ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, exactly. Like he didn't have to he didn't have to do any all, all like all the flashy shit that other guys need to do. Like he just played played simple, bro. Hey, if they needed a three, he'll shoot the three and he'll make the three. Mm. But he didn't have to. You know he saying? didn't have to because he had everyone San Antonio was way ahead of their like ahead of their time. Back then. Yeah, it it was pretty crazy to see. Like you have two dynamic guys around your your centerpiece. Like that was like Denver. I feel I felt like this year. Mm, mm. You have Jokic, who's like your the hub of the offense, and then you have like these dynamic players around them that just do all the things that Jokic can't do. You know what I'm saying? Like or, like cut and like alley oops and like take fade like defense. Like, <laughs> even though Jokic is actually an underrated defender, like if he needs help like Aaron Gordon's there on offense, like they don't like, yeah, like, they don't really hide Jok- like they do kind of hide Jokic but he has Aaron Gordon to help him out in um in that area right yeah they they don't hide Jokic that's such interesting they don't, they don't hide Jokic like he he defends a pick and roll like he he low key like i don't know i think he he's a he's a good well, like, he's a good shot blocker he's just not like good at like everything else i think he has good hands there's there is no verticality and and that's about it even against mm-hmm. AD like he was going to cook to some games but like most games like if he just knows how to get to the spot before AD, like, he's good, you know? Like, he's strong enough to, to defend, like, the bully ball. So, it's all about just getting to the spots and, like, being a smart defender at that point. Just no foul. That was it. That's mm-hmm. why I think that's why people were worried in that LA series. Like, oh, like, Jokic might get fouled out, this and that. Like, no, he's a smart player. Like, he won't let that happen to himself. But is is that your criteria for making him top one, though? Like, entering the season? Jokic? Yeah. Being the best guy on a championship team, especially last year, and being the two-time MVP... Being the hub of the offense, being a serviceable defender, playing forty plus minutes a game, still being like efficient. Like, do you see his, his statistics last year for for like not like even just he, regular season, even in the like, playoffs? Like, he was shooting like over like like sixty percent for some games. Like, he had like eighty percent field goal games, and he's taking some tough shots. Like, he he did everything. I, I didn't see no flaws in his game. It was actually crazy to watch. I guess you make a really like a really strong argument. I think to me though, it's just because Giannis just can just do anything. He can. He, he's he's like Superman. I, I think threes, Ooh, threes. He he's threes. getting he's getting better. He actually got worse last year. His midi got worse last year too. Mm. And his free throw got worse last year. Okay, but to be fair though, everyone else around him was was like falling apart from injuries and like fatigue and stuff. He was the only one staying consistent. And yeah. when you have to take more of those shots, your averages are going to go down. Of course, of course. But I just see next year. Like if I'm looking at next year, like. I don't see a way Jokic can get worse. Like, the way their offense flowed and they're bringing back pretty much the exact same guys except for, like, Bruce Brown. That team is just getting better. They're all still super young. Like, Jokic, 
if if he adds more to his because you've seen Jokic like he's still adding more to his game and so is Giannis obviously but mm-hmm. like Jokic is he's shooting the ball better he, like he's finding his spots better he's playing defense better like I think Jokic they they were like one A one B for me last year like yeah. I had Giannis over Jokic last year but I think Jokic this year after that playoffs especially like against all the different looks that they had against like each different team that they played it was like damn even against Bam he would go crazy even against AD he would go crazy with Giannis we see him he struggles sometimes against certain players certain like a build a player like even against butler like he would struggle if, if they're great enough to get to the ball like keep hounding him Jokic, no matter what they throw at him he's just still the same player so i, I just think Jokic going to next year like after that playoffs especially like he's gotta be the number one guy for me you make a very strong argument i don't know what i can say against that to be honest <laughs> no, but i honest too like we're obviously I... we're flowing into the top 10 right now by the way but like yeah we are yeah Giannis is he's he's definitely like has a case for number one too no because i'm thinking about like the i didn't take into consideration playoffs right so now i'm Uh, thinking about it like obviously Giannis was pretty much hurt after game one of the playoffs so he obviously couldn't showcase what he could do and he didn't have middleton with him he didn't have a lot of guys actually like consistently playing same minutes with him but when when he has done that especially in uh against phoenix that that year and when everyone around him is like playing at their best level, he is the best player in the world. Mm, yeah, we've seen yeah. it in, in that series against the Suns, like fifty yeah. points in the in the finals. Like, yeah, he he definitely had like I think that's what they're one like they're one A one B for me. Like I have them, I have, I have tiers, right? Like mm-hmm. I Jokic, Giannis, and I have Curry as my third. Yeah, all in tier one, and their their lowest they can go is tier one for me. Like I think they're all tier one guys. It's just is it, I don't know. I just think like. Maybe I've recently biased too, you know what I'm saying? But I think Jokic after last season, like I can only see him getting better. Giannis, obviously, like he's the same guy. Of course, he's getting a bit older. And if he if the shot comes back, then yeah, he he could have a case for the best guy. But I think just just you know, it's it's my it's my little mm, yeah. Have, have Jokic up there, bro. I think it's also just because I've watched Giannis more, especially since we were in the East, and I just really appreciated everything he would. Like, you know what's funny? Yeah. Actually, like you were always a Milwaukee guy. For like the last four years, I've always said that that Denver's making out the at the West. I've always I, said it. like if you, I think that was just our the two yeah, I think maybe we just, yeah, I, I just love Denver all the time. Maybe that's the thing, dude. Like maybe, I'm yeah. Jokic guy, you're Giannis guy. Hey, at the end of the day, top one, top two players. We can't, we yeah. we won't disagree on Interchangeable that. Interchangeable for sure. Yeah, exactly. I think Giannis top one, Jokic has to be top two. Yeah, exactly. That, that's yeah. where it is. So we, we're both kind of on the same page. But top three, I think we can both agree, Steph Curry. Yeah, like. I, I kind of went back and forth, but, like, if I looked at the guys under him right now, it's like, no, I think Curry, nah, like, yeah. he deserves a spot. Like, he's still the best point guard in the league right now. He Even is the – I think he's the best point guard of all time. Oh, yeah. Definitely yeah. a case there, yeah. I, I because, can't make an opinion because I never watched Magic. Yeah, okay. So, uh, this is – okay, I know this is going to be a little weird for people to say. Curry's not the greatest passer. You look at his assist numbers, like, that, that goes to show. And then you have Magic averaging, like, double digits in there. But – Curry generates just as much offense because of his gravity. And what's the point of the point guard? To get points for your team. Not just by scoring, by assisting or whatever. Just generating as much offense as you can for your team to win. And if you put Magic in that position to generate that much offense, if Magic can't get an open person, they're fucked. The Showtime Lakers are fucked because (laughs) he can't shoot. But you put... Curry in that exact same position, 
he doesn't need to pass it to someone. He just needs an open look, and he will get you that three. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the, he's the greatest shooter of all time. And, and he's generating that much offense. He might as well be the best point guard of all time as well. Yeah, like, I think that he probably, like, all things considered, he's probably the most skilled player of all time, in my opinion. Probably. Like, just what everything that he's able to do on the court, like, his endurance, like, the skill level that he possesses. Oh, this guy's 30, like, 34, 35, and he's still out there, like, a 22-year-old. Yeah, he's training like he's trying to get into the league still. Like, it's it's crazy to watch what Curry's been doing. Like, that like, Curry, at this age, like, people thought he, he was going to fall off, like, three years ago, like, when Durant no. left. Like, no, he's... No, like, he's he just like, won another chip, bro. Yeah, like, after that chip, like, people realize, like, nah, Curry's here to stay. Like, it's not about longevity. It's just about how long he wants to keep doing this. Exactly. So, yeah, I think I think Curry's like definitely top three, like especially from last year. Like Jesus, man! Like it's almost it's almost like he's getting better. It feels it feels crazy to say that. Curry's game ages so nicely because it's not based off athleticism; it's based off of skill. But the thing is that like people say that like oh he's not like an athletic player. Like bro, Curry is one oh of no, the best he athletes and in, in, in the he league. is like, he's super well conditioned, yeah, super like, well conditioned, super well endurance. Even late games, like we we've seen him get tired at times, but like. The amount of running he does during a game, like the contact that he he takes too, he like, has to... <laughs> people grab him, like shove him, like the screens that he takes, like people attack him on defense. Like he, like even though he's a good defender, actually, like all, and all things, like he's oh, he's not a defender. terrible defender. Everyone says that because of what he went through in his first few years in the league. Yeah, like he's developed to be a guy that he's developed a lot of mass. Like he developed his body, so like, he's strong now. Like he's not the scrawny guy he used to be. Like not... all things considered, like the things he 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 has done in his career, like. Oh my god, bro! Like I—that's where the argument for best point guard of all time is—is is easily there. He is the best point guard of all time. I don't care. We go, we have to do a top ten players of all time list soon. Oh man, like I'd have to watch the old players' clips then, because like <laughs> I, I'm not well versed in the, in the old players. That's why I don't want really to speak on them. But like, yeah, yeah. If I watch it, then no, he's just like Curry. Like even like a few years ago, like I thought about it. Like I was like, honestly, like, the things that Curry is like that Curry has done, like like how is Curry not a top? Like he's an easy top ten player of all time. Especially now, like he is like, but back then the argument wasn't really there for him. Like people were like, oh, he's top twenty. I thought even like in twenty like nineteen before he even won the twenty twenty chip, he already was a top chip, ten, right? I thought he already was top ten. Like what he what he's already done, changes the game. Like the the argument for AI, like oh, like he changed the whole game. Curry probably changed the game more than anyone more he in did. the whole world. Like of all time, like he changed the game more than anybody. He changed the whole era of basketball. This yeah. the game went from mid ranges. From like 2010 to 2014 ish to three three point focused, all in the span of what two years? Yeah, and I think another guy that deserves a lot of credit, like there's two guys. Reggie Miller is one of them. Like, yeah, he 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 did take a lot of threes, but he took a lot of minis too. Ray Allen's the other guy that Ray Allen. I think the most underrated player in the league is probably Ray Allen. If you look at his stat line, like his stats during the whole year, like he was the number one guy in 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 Milwaukee and Seattle, like. He was dropping buckets, man. He, he was he was taking a lot of threes, moving threes, like coming off the of screens. Like he's the one that kind of pioneered it. Pioneered it. So for for him not to change the game, like that just speaks to how Curry changed the game. Like if Ray Allen couldn't change the game back then, like Curry doing it takes a lot more than what Ray Allen did. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Big props to Curry. Like that's why he's top three. We're talking about this whole history, but like we're, we're trying to make the argument for top three. Like he deserves it. Like it's solidified top three. And the fact that we're he's only top three for entering this season is crazy, and that just goes to show how much how much skill goes in the top two. 
like yeah. Giannis and Jokic. So how dominant they've been, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I, um, I have all the respect for Curry in the world. He's one of my favorite players of all time for sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, my fourth one. I don't know if a lot of people agree on me on this. Kevin Durant. I KD. I KD too. You too? Okay. I word. think it's pretty obvious too for me as well. Like, I think KD probably deserved the spot. Like, I think Booker. Okay, I'm gonna speak on Booker soon, yeah. but I like I think K. Even though he's second to Booker on this team, like he's still the number one guy. Like he's still the guy that you put all your pieces into. Like he's the guy that you game plan for. Like he he's the scariest guy in the league offensively probably right now. Like other than like Curry, like if you're scared of someone to get a bucket, it's probably KD. Uh, even on defense, he's still probably, he, he's he's okay on defense. Yeah, he's falling off a bit, but like if during a game, like he's if he's locked in, he's still. A top ten guy, like on ball, like mm-hmm. the the like the length that, that he has, the, that the ground that he covers, that how smart he is. Because listen, like he's a guy that plays one on one nonstop. Like he knows how to defend the ball one on one. Yeah, and for him to still be the, this good, like this far into his career, like the amount of adapting that he's had to do last year, like because he got traded mid season last year. So it, yeah, the first yeah, time in his career he's done that. Yeah, like he had to adapt to the to the new system. So I think next year going into it, like he's gonna be like prime KD again, like. Because he hasn't fallen off. That's the thing. Like, even during OKC, Golden State, like, you would think that he's going to fall off in Brooklyn a little bit. No, he's still the same guy. Like, we've seen that Milwaukee series where, like, his whole team was injured. He was still that guy. And then he, he still carried them to Game 7. Yeah, and it was, like, one shoe size off. <laughs> it was a one and shoe size off. Yeah. So, you never know. Like, I think KD is probably still a top five guy in the league. Maybe he could change. Like, I thought, may- like, maybe he could drop down a little bit, but... For time being, right now, like I think Katie's still, he's the fourth. He's still that guy. He's, he's number four for sure. I think people just disrespect him because of the move he made to to the to the Warriors a few years ago. Yeah. And while yes, it wasn't it wasn't the best move for his legacy, I guess, considering he could have stayed in OKC and him and Russ could have won something together. But he did what he had to do to solidify himself in in history to to make his case for one of the top players of all time. So I don't blame him for that. I just wish he had stayed in OKC. But at the end of the day, still one of the best players of all time, even though like years have gone by from his uh, Achilles injury. And yeah, just as dominant as ever, man. That, yeah. yeah. It's super impressive. Like no almost no one has come back from an Achilles and been just as dominant as he has. Yeah. Yeah. So he's so, yeah. so my okay, my top five. I, I think it's a bit controversial because I, yeah. I think people might have had him off the top 10 as a whole. I had LeBron top five still. LeBron doesn't make top five. He makes top six. I just think there's another player above him I, I, right I, now. I have a sense of who that could be. The best but, international player of all time yeah, right now in our league. Luka, right? I think it's Luka Doncic, you yeah. Think it's Luka top five, yeah. I think, yeah, I think, I Luka, think LeBron just... I just think that the way he he controls the whole game as a whole, even in the playoffs, he, has, he didn't shoot the ball that well this year especially, but... Next year, I think LeBron's coming back, especially with AD probably fully healthy. Like he's with the same guys for for like once in LA. Like he, mm-hmm. like the guys are coming back. Like not that much change this time around, yeah. right? It, it seems like like he's able to adapt to these guys. LeBron was still one of the best players in the league last year. He had oh, thirty points sure. per game. And I just think for me, I factor playoffs a lot, which is crazy that Butler didn't make it. But like, I think the way LeBron controls the game, and if he shoots the ball even just a little bit better, they're probably winning one or two more games in, in, mm-hmm. in Denver. So. With him being that guy, like a number one guy going against the champions, still putting up kind of a fight, him playing like shit and they're still winning. Like, if he just plays a little bit better, they're they're probably like making more competitive. So I think LeBron oh, probably still still makes top five for me. Still really efficient at the rim, 
gets to his spots, knows how to control an offense, smart player. Like, I can't doubt LeBron. Uh, my argument, my only, because I have LeBron top six, and I'm not a hater. I'm not a LeBron hater as much as like some people might say. I just think the reason why I don't put him top five is because he still has Anthony Davis. And if you have two of the top 15 players on this list, like I can't, I can't put one of you guys, I can't put one of you in top five, in, in my opinion, because both of you are contributing just as much, as, if not the equal amount, right? That's but, fair enough, that's fair enough. So, but on the other hand, you have Dallas, who has two superstars, I would say. But one of them is, we don't know if they're available half the time. And the other one is doing what he can because he wants to win. And he wants to show the world that the EuroLeague is more competitive than the NBA. <laughs> so I think what Luca's been doing ever since he came into the league and what he's still been able to maintain now, even though they didn't make the playoffs last year, and part of it has to do because of the thinning roster. Mm-hmm. They traded away Dorian Finney-Smith. They traded away... Who else did they trade away? <laughs> like, he was the big one. DFS was the big one to yeah, me. he was probably the biggest one. Brunson's yeah. not on the team anymore. Yeah. Uh, then, then when he, then when he was a, a serviceable uh, second option, especially for him. In, yeah, and he was good in in, uh, in Dallas. In Dallas, yeah. So, but I think uh, adjustments had to be made, and they didn't get it on time to make the playoffs. But at the end of the day, he was still putting up monster stat lines. He was still doing what he could do, and he had Kyrie, while who was also like a little controversial at the time, a little iffy with his play style about his chemistry with Luca, I think he still did what he could and Luca every year he's in the MVP conversation. I don't see yeah. why someone who makes the MVP conversation each year to not be in the top five. Yeah, maybe I don't know why I'm so down Luca. Like he's done everything that I, I, I need a player to do. Like in the playoffs he gets better. He control offense. Maybe it's the defense. I'm not sure what it is with Luca that I just I just I don't know. I would rather have LeBron and I've I have one more player over him too. Which is crazy. So Lucas, Devin Booker, wow! I have Lucas. Honestly, I was trying to make the argument for Devin Booker like over KD. I maybe his recency bias too, but for the last three years, I think Booker. Has, Devin Booker has been really good. He's done everything that he needs to do to for to convince me that he's like a top five player in the league. Even though I have him at six right now, I could easily put him at like five or even four over KD, because Booker, in the playoffs, he gets better. He controls offense. He plays off ball. He's a really good defender. Like he's smart, he has good, he can play a lot of minutes, doesn't foul too often. Like he does everything I need a number one guy to do on a team to win. And he he has a good mentality, takes care of himself, doesn't get into a controversy. Like he's just a really solid player. And next year, like he's probably only gonna get better. He's still pretty young for for like a star player. He's like twenty seven or twenty eight. Yeah. So I mean, this guy is gonna be in his prime for at least the next two years. And if he's on a team with Phoenix, like yeah, he's with KD. But even without KD, like. He was still that guy with Chris Paul. He was the number one guy. Made it to the mm-hmm. finals. Probably could have won the finals. Like if like Giannis doesn't go ballistic. So if, if all that considered, like he's probably like, man, I, I might put mm-hmm. him over LeBron right now. I might put him top five. I'll I'll, I'll have Booker at five and LeBron at six and Doncic at seven. So you might you might even switch it up. <laughs> yeah, I I I Booker. I'm super high on Booker. Like I think like, he's I, that guy. Yeah, I like I really try to avoid putting uh two of the teammates in the same list mm. i really try to avoid that because i think there's so much talent in the league now right yeah so like next guy that came after so i had what i had Giannis, Jokic, yeah. curry uh kd luca lebron and we talked about lebron already mm-hmm. 
my number seven goes to Tatum. Okay. Yeah, I think if Milwaukee's not making it out of the finals, uh, out of the East, it's Boston. And when you think of Boston, you think of their best player. And as much as I keep hyping up Jalen Brown on this podcast, as much as I love him, I cannot deny that Jason Tatum is the face that I see. Jason Tatum is the guy you usually want to go to for like the big moments. And he's done his part. He's definitely done his part in the last, last year for playoffs as well. And every time I, I think of Jason Tatum, I just think of offensive output and decent, decent defense. And he's, he's led this team to like a top, top one, top two, even like top three sometimes. But he's, it's very important for Boston to, to have him. If they don't have him, he, the team fall, falls apart. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Like, he's so, their whole offense, it feels like. Even with Brown, like, listen, Brown has had a, he had a tough playoffs. I still think he's, like, a top 20 guy in the league. Yeah, he is. But, like, this is, it really is Tatum's team. Like, even though I've always argued for, like, a 1A, 1B, like, I always thought Brown, like, might have even been better than Tatum. And maybe it could be the case where they're both, like, 1A, 1B. But this is really just Tatum's team. Like, like if Tatum's not there, like, that team is not making the conference finals. Like, it, it's, it's just a different kind of thing. I, I had Tatum behind... Like, whoever I just named. Like, he was next on my list. I had him at eight. And, yeah, like you've seen last season, he made it on Bay first team. Like, there's a reason he did. He was the mm-hmm. best guy in the Celtics. They they almost came out the East. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I think they, they definitely deserve their, their – he deserves a spot at eight. Like, he could even rise. Like, he, he has the ability to rise to, like, a top five player. Like, he's also been in that conversation with Luka of, like, who's next up, who's face of the league. So, it makes sense to have him top ten. Like, he just mm-hmm. has to be there. Yeah. And – like I said, I love Jalen Brown. No disrespect to him. Just, I think, hate him. If he's not there, the team is not a top two seed in the East. It becomes a top four or top five. Because mm-hmm. Brown's that's still just, good. Brown's that's, good. Just, that's just the facts, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But if yeah. Brown's not on the team, like... No, if Brown's not on the team, it kind of goes down to, like, a top, i say, four seed. Because Tatum does still does a lot of the heavy lifting. Yeah. Especially does. now they have KP, like... I don't think it'll hurt that much mm-hmm. if one of them gets injured. Right. But I, I think it'll hurt more if Tatum's out there. Yeah, so at nine, this is probably like, I, I, I really didn't want to do it. Like, I really didn't want to put him here, but I, I didn't beat at nine. I didn't Even beat at eight. I considered playoffs a lot. Like, and beat us constantly struggling in the playoffs. But just in a regular season, even like some stretches in the playoffs, like, he is the number one guy in the league at some points. Like he drops monster games. He he controls forty the point pace. games, like 30, yeah. 40 point games. Like it's, it's crazy. Just like the, the mentality is the only thing that holds him back. I feel like because on any given night he can literally control the game. He can literally be like his size, his skill, like everything he does. He's able to dominate and be the best player on the court for a night. Mm-hmm. But it's just some type of mental block I think that keeps him from achieving those results. And I think part of it is also his teammates. Like, who's who's the most recent superstar teammate? <laughs> like Harden struggle with him. Like, I don't know. It's tough because I think his supporting cast is actually good. Like Harris, oh Tyrese Maxey, like, just two of those guys alone. Like that's that's really, a playoff that's team. All you need, yeah, that's, that's a playoff team right there. Harris has like people don't give him the credit. Like Harris has literally transformed his game. Like back in Orlando, even the Clippers, he was a number one guy. Like all he's there to do is drop points. Like you know, just be a scorer. And, and and Philadelphia, he's had to adapt so much. And now he's at a point where he's, he's like how I play in 2K. Like, 
in, in the rec, like I, I'm like I'm I play I play defense like. I do everything like except like I don't know like I space the floor I score like he he's asked to do all these things that he's never been asked to do before like defend the best players like he's always has to defend their best wing mm-hmm, players yeah. who else is defending those guys it's not Harden Max is not doing it and like whoever's the other guys shit too PJ like, Tucker PJ he's Tucker, old he's like old. A, yeah he's old man like it's really it. like Harris has been doing all the heavy lifting on defense and on offense he's asked to like you know be like the third guy like shoot wide open threes even though he struggled with that at times like he still has the game to beat. You know, like he he can shoot mid-range jumpers. Like, I, that yeah. was his play style. Like I, I like I I like him a lot. When Harris signed that max deal back in 2019, everyone, including me, trashed the contract. Yeah. But no one went to appreciate Harris's skill set, and it was only until I wouldn't say this year, I really started to appreciate what he could do. Oh yeah, and, no, for me it was like every yeah. year I, I like the last four or five because I watched Philly a lot, especially with Ben Simmons on the yeah. team. I watched him a lot. Like I always was like, God damn man, Harris always gets to his spot, always does what he has to do, but just misses the shot. Like it's such a good look. He does everything he has to do, just the shots don't go in. Yeah, that just sounds like, sounds like me now. Like, I get <laughs> to I get to my spots, I just don't make it. Yeah, but he's like <laughs> like wide open shots. Like he does everything right, just <clears throat> unlucky. That's what I feel like with him. Like, no, also it's also just. Everyone, every time you see Tobias Harris, like you just think of, wow, that's what thirty-three million dollars a year, missing yeah, shots. That's true. Okay, if this was, let's say, if Harris was a sixteen or seventeen million dollar, like PJ Washington, you would not care that much. You would be like, yeah, you would be like, wow, this guy's doing a good job keeping up with the defenders, keeping up with uh, staying like really good on offense, being that nice second option when Harden's not playing. Like, what the hell? How is he not being paid more? Yeah. But everyone looked. Everyone just looks at the money, man. Yeah, it's true, and I, 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 that's why he gets all the hate, you know. Especially with the whole thing with Butler too. Like Tobias Harris over me, that that really killed him too. Like with Butler, yeah, man, like, it did. Y'all paid him over me. Like now people are like, yeah, Butler's better than Harris, and Harris is just the fact that Harris doesn't even talk shit. Like he literally no, just plays that, basketball, bro. Like bro, he's just shit the only on, he only plays basketball and spends time with Boban Marjanovic. Like yeah, he's, that's, he's, that's all like he does. He, yeah, he's not like he's like oh like fuck you guys like. Oh, like I earned this money. Like he's literally like, man. Like everyone's shitting on me just because like I get I get paid this money, even though I do all these other things that aren't getting appreciated. I love Harris, bro. Like no, honestly, he he's such a good guy. Like these these six eight six nine six ten wings that like have to carry the load on defense. Like I have a lot of respect for these guys, man. I actually do, and that's why I think here. Like I don't know. Are we talking about Embiid or Harris here? Like, is Harris making the case for top ten, or what's going on? Dude? I feel, I feel like he might be. He might, Holy might shit! We're talking this guy up right now. It's Embiid, bro, bro. This is a podcast where we trash Dame, where yeah, we hype up Dame. Tobias Harris. Like, it is what it is, man. That's just how it goes. But yeah, Embiid. Yeah. Embiid. Like, he, he won MVP last year. Like, probably deserves a top ten spot. Like, MVP can't follow the top ten over one playoff series. You know. Mm. Yeah, he's number what number. Eight for me, I think, because yeah, yeah Jason Tatum was number seven, so yeah, and it's gonna be number. Who did eight. you not have in the top ten? You didn't say Booker yet, right? No, I did not say Booker. I don't have Booker in top ten. Yacht. It's just because I'm trying to. Eat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny because you say that like you don't want two guys from one team. I have Anthony Davis at ten. At ten, okay, yeah, for yeah, from LeBron, Le- AD LeBron and yeah, Booker, yeah, but AD is still like he was a top three guy when when healthy, like when when he's healthy, even, even though he was healthy last year. He like coming in the next season, like I expect him to be that guy again. Like the back in twenty twenty, mm-hmm. like because I don't know, it, it seemed like at, at points of the season he was just out of it. Like he would just stop mm-hmm. playing. Like he wouldn't demand the ball. Like 
there are times he would shoot less than like twelve times a game. Yeah. Like I think he's going to the next season. I, I'd hope that he he's going to be that guy again, average like twenty six and twelve, be like the defensive monster that he is. And in the playoffs, when time comes, because like, you're expecting him to make the playoffs, especially with Reeves on the team, like he's going to be a monster. And that's, I don't think I can have a list without him on in the top ten. Hey, Ed Davis always misses out top ten for me simply because of health. Yeah, that's the thing. That's I'm the only healthy here. That's always my concern with him because if you ever draft him in fantasy, because I did, I think in twenty twenty. I was like, yo, this guy is carrying me. Two weeks in, he gets injured. I, I miss him for the next three weeks. So I'm like, I am dying out here. But the thing is, he comes back and he's still that guy. Yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. So, and if, yeah, I would, I would take him. But to me, I like being available. I like being able to use a guy to, to rely Whoa, on him. Boss, oh, boss, oh, oh, Okay, okay, okay. You're going to use him? <laughs> okay, on, rely, rely. I rely, rely, rely. Rely. So number nine for me goes to SGA. Ah, okay. Yeah. SGA. Okay. I think he's a top 10 player. He's a top 9 player right now. He he takes number 9. First team, All-NBA last year. Pretty much, he was the biggest factor to carrying um, OKC to uh, what, play-in, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they were ears from making the playoffs ever since CP left. And this guy doesn't in the next, what, three years? And he, they're only going to get get better. Josh Giddy's still there. Chad Holmgren's coming back. Uh, both Williams are there right now. Jay, yeah, Jay Williams is like yeah. insane. Like he's like Lou Dort is there. I I just like Lou Dort. I don't know. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> and it's just an all around solid culture there in OKC, and they can't do it without SGA's leadership and his offensive capabilities. And he's not that bad on defense either. He's, he's a big guard. A good defender. Like he's, he's a good. He's a yeah. big guard, bro, and he can cover so much area between defend between players. I don't see why people don't think he. Well, I don't see why people only think he's offense. Like he is your thirty point per game scorer, and your what? He can average two to three block uh, steals a game, not blocks. Yeah, he can go out and guard the, the the best perimeter guy on, on your team. Yeah, even though he doesn't have to because you have Jay Williams and Lou. Yeah, but, but like if he, if he gets a switch, he will get the stop. Yeah, and what didn't he just crush France yesterday in in World Cup? Yeah. Like, come on, man! Like, enough said. This guy is top top ten of all time. Uh, not all time, like of this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, SGA for me. Yeah, I see. The thing is, so we didn't get your ten yet, but for me, I had SGA at like around like twelve because I was struggling with Butler. Like, cause Butler has shown in the past, like the last five years, he has been that guy. Like he's made it to the finals two times. He's carried those teams to the finals, and he's been like he's he's also like a two way player that I don't know why I just I don't have him top ten. Like I'm looking at the guys ahead of him. It's like am I gonna put him over like Embiid, Anthony Davis, Tatum? Like probably not, but he's still in the echelon. Like I think. If it was a top 11 list, I'd be happy with the list. But mm-hmm. I, I think Butler, like, I, I have an argument for Shea. Like, Shea, everything you said, like, I completely agree with. Like, he is the number one guy on a, on a team that he's pretty much carrying at this point. But Butler also has been doing that. But they made it to the finals. And maybe it's just a roster construction. It is, a, is it a team sport? But I think Butler just in itself, like, the mentality, like, the healthiness that he has, even though he doesn't play much in the regular season, in the playoffs, he plays every game. Even though he's yeah. injured, he doesn't care. And he has that, he has that, like, the competitive spirit in him to, like, not let like small shit like get to his head like he never falters like he just same shots like mm-hmm. knows his game like i don't know he probably deserves top 10 but i, I don't know what's stopping me from putting him there 
I think it's the fact that he's he's been underrated pretty much his whole life. Yeah. And every time, I don't know, he's obviously skilled. We've seen it before. And he's obviously a leader. We've we've also seen that before. Yeah. But the I, I can't describe it. There's something about Butler that makes me hesitate to put him in top 10. And I would, even though he's probably not playing my number, at least the start of the season, I think Damian Lillard still makes top 10 for me simply because. Ooh, for Dame, wow. Dame had his best season last year. Oh, I don't know if he had his best season last year. One of his best seasons last his, year. Yeah, he's always had good years. Top 75 player of all time, obviously. Yeah, top, definitely. That's why. But I still think that even though amid this whole get me out of Portland situation, he's still a top 10 player. Like, I know they didn't make the playoffs. I know they were kind of trashed, I guess. But Damian Lillard still puts up good stat lines. He still is the highlight guy to watch in Portland. Like you're not going there to watch. I don't know Yusuf Nurkic. You're there. I, you're I there am. to see. I am. Oh, he's you on are. My fastest team every yeah, year, so <laughs> you are. Nurkic, but you you're there to watch Dame to play to watch him play. And when I think of Portland, I just it's synonymous with Lillard. So yeah, I think Damian Lillard is. The top number ten for me, but no, I, I think we're probably like okay. I should say like that's actually so funny that you said that you're going to watch <laughs> you're going to watch Dame because I literally watched Portland <laughs> to watch Nurkic, but their team is constantly like the thing for me with Dame is like their team is just constantly struggling with, with, with even with him on the floor. Like their roster around him is never bad. Like they've had Larry Nance in the past. They they've had guys they Nurkic. Powell. They have Powell. They have Covington. They had they have Jeremy Grant. Like. And them being like a, a bottom five seed is still crazy to me. Even with Dame having all his offense, like it just seems like whatever he does, whatever he does is not enough. Even though he's a great player, like, and for next season, like I, I, I see the argument for Dame. Like I, I do see Dame as like top ten caliber player, but he's probably getting traded. And when he goes to another team, it's, it's kind of difficult to see him being the exact same player. Like he's gonna Definitely, have to drop yeah. down probably a little bit, especially if he goes to like Miami. So, I mean, next is season, he gonna be? Team, <laughs> is he not gonna be the number one option in Miami? I think it's like a one. I think it's like Booker and 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 Durant. It's like that kind of kind of thing, or like Kyrie Wait, and KD. Where they're both like number one options, pretty much. Like they're sharing the offensive load. Because I, I still respect Booker's off, like not, <laughs> Butler's Butler. offense. Like I think Butler's offense is like on a possession to possession basis. It's a lot more easy to like just force Butler's play style, like driving, kicking. Like Dame, I can see him settling to like a, a more of like a off ball kind of role, like mm. shooting guard. Like in a way, like he can still demand the ball. Like he's gonna have his shots. Oh, obviously. he he will. But like yeah. he can definitely settle into a less of a role. Whereas Butler, like he's still the top dog, and like I still would rather have Butler like run the possessions because he's been defense with them twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you make a fair point. I think Butler is not top ten right now for me. He 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 will always be top fifteen at least entering the season. I don't. I, I think you just can't write him off at all. Yeah, he's I mean, been to the. He's top eleven for me. Like he's got he's, top eleven. He's, okay. <laughs> if any of these guys in the top ten fall off, like he's he's. But Butler moves up. Yeah. Butler, the only I think one thing that never works out for him is his lack of playing during the regular season. Yeah. Like he did, obviously he did that during his his younger younger days, right, with Minnesota and with Chicago, but ever since then he's kind of taken a step back. He doesn't take the regular season too seriously. I think he's and he, actually had a really good regular season last year. I think well, like, and, the whole team around him was just shit. Like no one could shoot. I mean, I mean, g- games played though. Like he doesn't take it that seriously. He like he'd rather rest. rest. He'd rather rest than play. <laughs> Preserve his body. I mean, that was, that was the, 
That was the playoffs. He played 64 yep. games last season. Not enough to make it to a all NBA team. Oh, I just missed my one. Yeah, yeah like, missed just my. Other guys play way less than that. Like he always plays around sixty games every year. Yeah, which like, yeah. in today's NBA is like that's okay. Like you take that's. I guess that's the gold standard now. I like, guess that's the standard. Sixty is a standard. I fucking hate that, but you know. yeah, it sucks. It sucks. I'd rather you play seventy. Like seventy is my my cutoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like obviously they're gonna be like oh sixty five games you're gonna make you're, you're eligible for awards now. But to me like if you're gonna if you're serious about it. 70 or 75. Like, that's, what, that's how much I'd rather go. I'm actually looking at stats right now, and I think he had a really underrated season. He shot 53% from the field. 53? Um, did he have a 50? Did he have 50, 40, 90 or no? No, he shot like 35% no. from three. <laughs> Never really mind. But like, he probably had his best season last year, like over his last like three years. So I don't know. I think Butler definitely is in the conversation. I just, yeah, I don't know what's to hold me back. I, I really don't know. Like, I probably should have put him over Embiid. Maybe just the pedigree of being an MVP because I think Butler's better than Embiid, in my opinion. Mm. But going to the next season... I like, think that's a pretty hot take. You think so? I think when they're on the same team together, like, Butler was the guy. Like, in 2019, like, Butler... It was... I think that their best players went like this. I think it went Butler, Redick, Embiid. I'm being serious. Like, I think that was... That was... That, that was their... <laughs> that was how they were playing. Like, it was Butler, Redick, Embiid. And then... Simmons. Yeah, Reddick kind of ran around, shot the three, made that it. That series or that whole playoffs, like Reddick was, it was like Embiid Reddick one two, but like you know Redick that's crazy. Reddick was so solid in Philly. He was, and then like, they they yeah. kind of just forgot about him after New Orleans, which I guess age caught up. But yeah, still, like, this guy was, was a shit. But like man, like he was a torch. Like it was unreal to watch him. Like he literally was like Steph Curry like I was I couldn't believe my eyes it was like Butler, Reddick, and Embiid was their top three I couldn't believe it but that's what it was that's what I think no, Butler's better than Embiid yeah Reddick is what Reddick is one of those guys I, obviously he's retired now and would, would still like he would he could definitely benefit a team if he still played for them I think Crawford but... probably does more because Crawford I don't know why he's on the team like, <laughs> if there are players that are shit on defense that are on in the league how is Crawford not in the league mm-hmm but yeah, the risk was at the point. A lot of people just come up to and say age, but he dropped fifty in his last game. I know, I know. <laughs> I don't know. Is there, are there any guys that you think will potentially move up? Yeah, I, I had some snubs or inconsiderations for me, and I other than like Butler, Shea, and Dame, that you know they're probably like caliber. Yeah. That's their caliber. I had four guys that like if if they play the full season, like if they just play normally, then. Well, Kawhi and PG are, like, obviously two that... PG, maybe not as much, but Kawhi is obviously one that you would, like... Say he's top 10 caliber. Like, last season in the playoffs, he was that caliber player. Yeah. Like, he was putting up numbers. Like, he was the same guy, but it's just helping. The, the injury, yeah. Like 40 games, so... It's, same, it's the same issue with me for AD and Kawhi. It's, they fall into the same boat to me. It's well, like... AD how... actually... I mean, AD... AD okay, AD has been way better the last few seasons. It's been, like, two years where he's been pretty bad, but, like... Like after like twenty twenty like isn't bad, but like last year like it's been okay like twenty three. It, it's been better. It it can definitely be better this season, but yeah. we'll see if Kawhi. I, I actually... agree with you being like hasn't done it. Like he has been injured a lot. So. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, I think PG could even fall into that category, but he's been way more consistent in terms of like availability than either player. Mm. So, yeah. but I think I just really like PG as well. I know I trashed like not. I guess I did trash him during the the bubble. Like I mean, I think a lot of people did as well. 
And I but I, I love PG. That's my dog. <laughs> He's my first favorite player. You know, right? Like I, I first PG, watch basketball. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised. I actually liked watching PG and uh, on the Pacers because mm. I love the Pacers. Right. Yeah. So yeah, right? you're a Pacers yeah. guy, dude. The only one in the world. So yeah. Yeah. So like when I was like, yeah, Paul George, let's go. But yeah. I still watch his games. I listen to his podcast all the time. He's such a, he's just a great guy, you know. And yeah, I would definitely put PG, maybe top fifteen, top sixteen ish. Yeah, I don't think he's, I don't think he's top ten anymore. But like, I, back in back in Indiana, he def no OKC in Indiana, he definitely was. A OKC, top 10 he was player. like top ten, but like now probably probably not. Like even in Indiana, he was a top ten player in Indiana as well. Mm, was he? I don't know. Yeah, I forget. Like I forget who the top guys were, cause like, well, like all the... you probably have El- Lamarcus Aldridge over him, and then you got. But you're also him. thinking about like the older guys too. Like I'm not going to put Paul Pierce over him. But he's way better than Paul Pierce at that point. Like at that point, that was like Wade's first year of really falling off. I feel like. Yeah, like I, he's already proving he's better than like LeBron was obviously number one. Well, we gotta make a top ten of that. Like I don't know. Twenty the top like 10 uh, like two thousand like twenty tens. See, I watched that. Top. I wasn't watching all that much. Okay, okay. Day, so I can't do that. But, like, I don't know. Maybe he was top 10. He was coming well, into it. Like, 2017, by the time it's 2017, he was top 10. Okay, yep. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think Paul George is definitely someone in the top 15 right now. Yeah, like, yeah, top 15 guy. Like, he was that last year. He was. When he, oh, yeah, before for sure. He hyperextended his knee. He was playing a lot. He mm-hmm. was he was that guy like it was like damn like he's really carrying this offense. Mm-hmm. But other than th- those guys, I have two guys that are like in considerations of like actually being like jumping into it is is John Moran and Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards for sure. John his Moran, comments his comments are so funny. Oh my god, there's a video I, I saw yesterday. It was so funny. It was like they're playing the Philippines. I think it was two days ago, and like as they're walking through a tunnel, it's like him and then and then Reeves behind him. Mm-hmm. Some fans are like. Austin, you're him in like a Filipino accent, and then, Re- and then Edwards turns around, and is like Austin, you're him. Austin, you're him. <laughs> it's so funny, bro. Edwards is the, probably the funniest guy in the league, bro. Like he's he's probably the next marketable personality. Like he's gonna be. He's 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 that guy, and, and he he has the game to fo- to follow it too. Like, he, bro, he, he was a votes, he was yeah. a movie star, bro. He was a he, current world. <laughs> facts, dude. Yeah, so. I think Edwards, he he can jump into like, like the second tier. Of, oh, like, for sure. Top, like ten to like six, he could jump in that tier easily next year. Like if he just develops the right way. And John Moran, I think has a better chance than than Edwards. Like obviously, Jaw is like super controversial. Every, every everything right now. But like but... his game is like oh, it's so. so he's skilled. the number one option on, on the second C team. He plays a lot of minutes. He does get injured here and there, but like that, I think those are just like little ankle injuries. Like it's not nothing crazy, like a knee injury, and. He obviously like he's getting better shooting the ball. To, driving to the oh, and and his guy. and he has so much like defense around him to like help hide that too. Now like he can just focus on what he's good at. Yeah, and like Mark, they brought in Marcus Smart. Jaron Jackson Jr. still there. Desmond Payne. Dylan Brooks is obviously isn't there anymore, but yeah, still. Like, yeah, they have like they have the guys to like cover up for some of the weaknesses that he has. But like on offense, we've seen them in in the playing game versus the Warriors a few years back. Like. He was going head to head with Steph Curry, and, and he was is efficient offense. Like he was shooting pretty well from the floor, like and some tough shots. And too. they won. They won that play. And they, yeah, they did win the plan. Yeah, yeah. And so I think John Moran, like when he comes back from his from this suspension, suspension? Like, he could have a case for a top ten, like easily. Like, I've always had. I was always high on Moran. I don't know why people aren't as high on him. Like he has shown everything to be that guy mm-hmm. ever since he's come into the league. And if he's only like what twenty four right now or something like that, like he he's only gonna get better. 
especially for the next two three years mm-hmm. so i think he should make it he's gonna make it there someday i think so will, so will edwards but next season like it's probably a bit too early for them <laughs> for sure uh, a few more minutes left but i just want to mention uh my no in no particular order like people i think could definitely move up like obviously i have anthony davis like i was not going to discount that guy i think anthony davis is such a talented guy just always injured yeah. same same goes for Kawhi, right i uh, i'm not i'm not going to discount the guy who won us the championship yeah. in uh, 2019 uh paul george is there as well and then i don't know if you'll be surprised by this but i think tyrese Halliburton makes a good case mm. I've, I've seen i've seen people say that he can make that leap i think tyrese Halliburton. he already made that leap when he went to indiana uh, who says he can't make an even bigger one this year? Yeah, I agree. I think, especially during the start of the season when it was like Utah was popping off, so was Indiana. And like, yeah. before a lot of the guys went down with injuries on their team and they kind of just start tanking, they were like, they were looking pretty scary. And, and Halburn's offense, is, he was actually like 27 and 12. Like, it, he was playing really well. There was also one point where uh, I think, I think it was before he got injured, uh, he had no turnovers, just assists. Mm. Yeah. And that just goes to show how good his court vision, how smart the guy is. I, you know, I'll always be a Halliburton guy just because of this, you know? Every, yeah. like, I had this card for a while now. Look, look at this. It's an autographed yeah. jersey Halliburton a rookie card, bro. Hey, I need him to be good, dude. Yeah. So I'm on that, dude. If he's top 10, <laughs> then I'm happy as shit, dude. So, yeah. You know, Todd, Halliburton is one of my favorite players right now in the league. Oh, yeah. He's super fun to watch. He's so fun to watch. And the team around him, although it's not – it's getting somewhere. It's Indiana is going to be a force within two years. Like I wish, I wish the guys were just like I wish Turner would just go back in time because like him and Turner would be a nasty like mm. point guard center combo. Like that's like the most modern point guard center combo you could dream of. Oh, for sure. So if they, I mean, hopefully, I don't know. In my, in my dream, like I want them to like sign like a superstar player or like trade for one because they could low key make that jump right now. Like mm-hmm. with Turner and, and Hopper, you just need a star wing and you're good. You put Kawhi on the team, like. They're probably making like a run in the playoffs. Or bring back Paul George, like. Oh, uh, that would be crazy, dude. <laughs> that would be crazy. Two more oh, names and that. yeah, two more names <laughs> and I'll we'll finish this up. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, I think. I know Cleveland severely disappointed last year in the playoffs. Yeah. But this guy still dropped seventy. He is still. He came into Cleveland from Utah, and Darius Garland said, "Nah, you're the main guy now." Yeah. So uh, that goes to show how much they trust him and how much impact he will have on the Cleveland like community yeah, or like Cleveland culture. Year. Yeah, he had a good season yeah. last year, and he was, and I think he was in the conversation with Booker and, and Doncic. Like he was always for in the conversation. best. He was also in the conversation for best shooting guard of the league. Yeah. Obviously, that goes to Booker, in my opinion. Yeah. Booker is the best shooting guard in the league, yeah. but I think that Donovan Mitchell is. Close second. Yeah, he hasn't fallen off. Like he's been getting. No, he is. Too. He so, is not. Like, yeah, I can definitely see the argument. He's he's top fifteen potential next season for sure. Yeah, and yeah, I forgot to say, but yeah, Devin Booker is also in one of those like, the tiers to like move up. I I just forgot to mention him since you talked about him so much earlier. I put him at like five. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in the top. No, but I respect the guy so much. Yeah. He's just he's just a great guy. And uh, my last one, Demontis Sabonis. Oh, that that one's pretty controversial. I think Demont. I think if. The Kings don't have Demontis Sabonis. They are not a playoff team. Mm, but with them, they're they're tops like a second. Round well, they're well, they're uh, they made a top three. They made a top three seed last year. So uh, 
they did, but regular season does vary a lot compared to to. It does, season. but like you also have to take in if they didn't make if they didn't even do well in the regular season. If he wasn't even there in the regular season, they would not have even made it into the second round. That's true. That's true. And I just wanted so much props to the guy because like he's not the flashiest player. When I think of Kings, I think of Deer and Fox most days. But he is such a focal point for Sacramento. Yeah, but yeah. I make the argument that I'd rather have I put Fox above Sabonis because I think Fox is the one that really runs the offense. Like he takes all the pressure off of Sabonis, whereas Sabonis is like more of a play finisher. Like on offense, like his role is kind of like a a mini Jokic, but they really play through Fox a lot of the time. Like, <clears throat> but without Fox, they're falling out to like top like a bottom five seed in my opinion. But they they've had Fox on his own for so many years, and that didn't amount to anything. That's but true. you bring in Sabonis, and they make the top three seed. Like, come on! This but, Fo- is- but, Fo- the, but Fox's jump from last season to this season was unreal. Like, it was actually unreal because Fox before he, he was not really. I think their team also like benefited from a lot of like very favorable shooting. Like their guys yeah, shot dude. really well that year, and especially Fox. Like that was the one thing that people like didn't realize. Like, he actually shot really well, not from from three, but like from the field as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like, mid-range jumpers was his game like that was his whole thing that and he really wasn't doing that when he was yeah, first coming in and this season, sure. like i think sabonis and fox both made that jump to like bolster them to a top three seed like it mm-hmm. was unexpected you know like it, it kind of came out of nowhere for them to be top three but, yeah i, yeah, I guess I, but I, I just i think that when it's just like, sabonis to me he was the impact he was the main driving force behind the change in that in that locker room like you brought him in and now everyone just improved like if there's no yeah there's no way that he doesn't come in and then the fox and uh, the rest of the king's uh roster so did um mike brown he came in too that is a big factor i completely forgot like the coach of the year but (laughs) (laughs) sabonis did like he was able to change like they changed the offense and he was able to like like, they changed the they changed the offense to to benefit Sabonis and yeah look look how it he, he flourished too like it was not just like the offense that helped him like it was Sabonis being that guy to like flourish yeah, too yeah for so, sure yeah. but like, he, I can see top twenty yeah like he he, yeah. he he can make an argument like who knows maybe, maybe next year he'll actually like come out shooting lights out then he'd be our with MVP like I don't oh, know man. MVP Sabonis <laughs> let me see that dude better than Arvidas bro oh you think for he's sure better than Arvidas. Because I never watched Arvidas. Let me look at Arvidas' stats. I never watched Arvidas either. I've just seen the stats, but... The way people talked about him, I was like, oh, he was... Like, like he was a like god or something, bro. <laughs> he played, like, what, like, six seasons? He made all Hall of Fame, so... Yeah, I don't know. I, oh, I'm going to be... Re- is better. I'm going to say recency bias. DeMontis is better. <laughs> okay. I You know, I agree with that, actually. So, yeah. I, I guess that was our top ten list. That's our top ten, I think. Very similar until we get to Devin Booker. <laughs> yeah, that was a vast difference. But, but that's also because I tried to avoid putting the same mm. roster on the. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to penalize these guys for being on the same team. Like, mm, yeah. I think players are players. <laughs> I guess so. And I've, okay, I'm not going to. We're, we're finishing the podcast. We're finishing the podcast. Yeah, we're finishing this we're, up. We're finishing the podcast. Let me stop. Uh, one last thing. We are not here to trash Dame. We just didn't think he deserved 75. Yeah, it's not his fault. Not his fault. Not his fault at all. Dame's Dwight, Dwight should have made it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dennis Johnson, Bernard King. Yeah, Bernard King. NBA Live Demon, bro. NBA Live Man. That's, that's where he's most famous from. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Check the game out, guys. <laughs> All 
All right. Well, I guess I'll end today's podcast episode, and I hope to see you guys in another two weeks.